Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Zach here. So excited to have you come and hang out with me again today. I want to give a shout out to those I consider to be my Dirty Devotional family. Um, I love you guys so much. All the way in California, in Africa, um, in New Zealand, in Australia, Florida, Texas, all of you. Listen, I don't care where you're from. I want you to know how much it means to me that you would take time and hang out with me. And so I hope today is good for you as it's been in the past. And for those that are joining for the very first time, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know how you ended up finding this podcast. I don't know how, what made you click play, but I'm glad you did. And so welcome, welcome, welcome. But today, y'all, if you couldn't tell by the title, we're talking about something oddly specific. We're talking about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. The truth is, if you don't know that song, you're really missing out, and so you need to listen to it. But we are talking about sex today, and I say that because if you have someone who is young and not ready to hear about sex, you probably should pause this and wait till they're not with you. Um, if you have a teenager in your car with you, um, I want to encourage you to maybe let them listen. Now, you may not think they know anything about sex, but they probably know way more um, than you even could imagine. And the reality is they're going to hear about sex from someone. It could be from me, it could be from you, or it could be their friends. And so, listen, you have a choice here. But either way, I just want to give you a heads up to hit that pause button um, if you're not ready for them to hear it. So the reason I wanted to talk about this today is, I listen, I don't consider myself an expert at all in the topic of sex, not even in the least bit. But my experience has been pretty shifty, um, pretty shoddy. And so I believe that I'm healthier now than I've ever been when it comes to this topic of sex. And here's why I say this, because when I was growing up, I didn't have much of a healthy view of this, of sex, because um, I just thought sex was just something people do. It just was a natural part of life. I didn't grow up in the church. Sex is um, something that happened. You just did it. It was pleasurable. It was enjoyable. And so you pursued it. And the reality was, is that there was a lot of hurt from that, a lot of shame from those experiences. And, you know, it wasn't quite the best. So then when I became a Christian, I would say that the pendulum swung to the complete opposite direction to where sex was like sinful. Um, anything physical pleasure was of the devil and it should be avoided at all costs. You better not, um, if you ever read the book, I Kissed Dating Goodbye, um, that dude really messed me up, jacked me up because it was this whole idea of like, listen, if you have any desire, sexual di- desires, then that's a demon inside of you and you better run away go pray, bathe yourself in holy water because you're screwed. And so naturally, I swung to that direction. And all of a sudden, something that was normal became um, sinful and evil. And that's not healthy either. And so as I've grown up, as I've um, grown in my faith and my understanding, my understanding and opinions about sex have changed. And so I want to talk about that today because I believe this is a topic that we need to address in a healthy manner. And it needs to be honest and it needs to be real. So I'm going to be real with you. If you disagree with me, listen, I don't have a problem with that. I'm just giving you what I think. But the first thing I want to say is this, and you can't argue with this, and that is sex is from God. God created sex. 
all right? If you have any issue with that, then you need to read the Bible. Specifically, you need to think about where babies come from and the fact that it requi- sex is basically required um, to have a baby, to procreate, which God told us to multiply, he told us to be fruitful, and sex is a part of that. Now, some of you, you draw the line there and you think that is the only thing that sex was made for. And I want you to know that that is incomplete. And honestly, I think it's pretty stupid because sex is also extremely pleasurable. Now, I could go into all the biological reasons why sex is so enjoyable, but I'm not going to because I don't have time and it's a little too graphic. Um, But listen, God made sex. God made us. We enjoy sex when we have it. It's made to be enjoyable. It is. God not did not just create sex for it to be a procreation thing. It was also made to be an enjoyable thing. It was made to be shared between people. And so it's important that we get there. If you think that's not true, you can also read Song of Solomon, where um, a man of God talks about this woman he thinks is attractive and describes every part of her body, all the way to comparing her breasts to twin gazelles and talking about blowing on her secret garden. Um, listen, it's pretty sexual. It's basically like a biblical Fifty Shades of Grey. And so you can go read that, Song of Solomon. I can't imagine how many people just turned me off right there. But if you're still listening, I'm very proud of you. But sex is a gift by God. Now, here are the two things I want to talk about specifically with sex. Sex is a great tool, but it's a bad goal. This, the goal in life should not be to have more sex. That's a, it's a bad goal because, listen, it is a good thing, it's a good tool to grow intimacy. It's a good tool um, to develop closeness. It's a good tool to express love, to express um, gratitude. It's a good uh, tool to express um, care for someone that means a lot to you. It's a very special way of doing that, but it's a bad goal. The reason we have so many people addicted to pornography, we have so many people um, when it comes to like we had this huge issue with sex trafficking, um, all of these things is because sex has almost become the goal of finding some type of fulfillment. It's become the goal. If that is the only place I feel like I can find connection. And so we pursue it in every single route, every single means to an end. The reality is, is when sex is the goal, it becomes a God and it leaves us empty. That's not a good place to be. The second thing is this is I like to think of sex as a fire. It's one of those things that can warm you, but it also can burn you if handled, um, if you don't handle it well. Sex is a wonderful thing to be shared with someone that you deeply connect with, you deeply care about, and I personally believe someone you want to spend your life with. Now, I believe that it should be held onto and waited until you are ready and you know for sure the person that you're with, is it's worth sharing it with them. So many times we, we don't do that. And I, I used to tell teenagers this all the time, and I'm going to tell you because I believe that you need to hear it as well. Um, girls, do not use sex for love. If you think you have having sex with someone is going to increase love, all it's going to do is it's going to burn you. It's going to come back and it's going to bite you in the butt and it's not worth it. Second thing is this, is guys, do not use uh, love for sex. Now, you're making sex the goal. And by doing that, what you do is you end up um, making a female or, or your partner feel vulnerable uh, to feel like you love them and you care about them. And reality, reality is you don't care about any of those things. You are just in some type of sexual mood and you would say anything just to have sex or get something from somebody. And so listen, do not use love for sex. Females, do not use sex for love. It's important. And even though I used to teach this to teenagers at 31 years old, what I've learned is that everyone still has trouble with that. Sex, listen, it's a great tool to be used, 
It's made by God for a good reason. It's to share intimacy, pleasure, to procreate. It's a, it literally is a way that we can partake with God in the story of creation. It's a beautiful thing. It's an intimate thing. It's a bad goal. If you believe sex is going to save something in your life, is going to bring a fulfillment, then it's going to let you down. I don't want you to have this view that sex doesn't matter because it deeply matters and it's deeply important. It should be something that's treasured. It should be, I believe, um, held in high regard and high esteem. But it's also not this devil that we should avoid and run from. It's something that we need to hold in reverence, but understand that there is pleasure and there is value in it. Listen, it's like a fire. It can warm you, but it can also burn you. And I know too many of you have been burned by having bad ideas and bad views of sex when it comes to sex and God. I don't want that for you. So if you have questions on this, I want you to ask me. I want you to send it to me. I listen, if you ask weird questions, I'm probably, I'm probably not going to answer them. Um, but I would love to help any way I can. I know this is a bigger topic and I'm trying to address it in 10 minutes, but I really felt like these things are something that we need to address as a church. It's a conversation that I hope I can start. I'm not looking to finish it. And so it's up to you to continue the conversation with um, other Christians, other people in your circle, to continue with your spouse, to continue with your kids, because we need to build a healthy understanding of what sex is. Let me pray for you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you made sex. God, sex is good. It's awesome. Lord, we love it. We thank you. Thank you for it. Um, not just for the part that is pleasurable, Lord, but the fact that we get to partake with you in creation is, is just so beautiful. And so we thank you for that. And Lord, we just ask that you help us find a balance, a healthy mindset when it comes to sex. Um, Lord, it's difficult and it's easy to miss misstep and to um, do bad things or wrong things. And Lord, we just ask that for forgiveness in that. We ask for wisdom in that, that we would learn from it. And Lord, that you would help us be better in the future. Um, Lord, we lean into you. We lean into those we trust. And Lord, help us be wise when it comes to this very important topic of sex. Lord, we thank you. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.